This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. Welcome into the show. Happy Tuesday. Thank you for being here. We appreciate you. As always, and as always, we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. Phone number 855-2124-CBS. 855-2124-CBS. The phone number that executive producer Tom DeCelestino, pretty daddy, will answer if you call. He's on Twitter as well at Decel, CBS, D-E-C-E-L. We got the triumphant return of Andrew Bogus today. It's exciting. He took, a, I think it was a book leave of one day. I'm not sure. At Andrew Bogus on Twitter. Be with us in 20 or 30 minutes. Hit me up, sports writer, sports, R-E-I-T-E-R. NFL power rankings are all jumbled. We'll get into those in about 30 or 40 minutes. What was it? What was it, Disa? Who you crapping? Is that Jim Irsay's uh, retort? Uh, you know, I'm not a big Irsay guy, but the fact he lets me say who you crapping on the air, yeah, I'm, I'm going to reconsider. Man, that guy is uh, definitely the sharpest tool in the shed. We'll get into that later in the show. Uh, Sam Quinn, my colleague from CBS Sports, very talented NBA writer, will be on the program about an hour. We've got by ourselves. We'll talk about the college football playoff rankings that are coming out tonight. Diesel has, with the moxie of the Washington Commanders, with the willingness to think outside the box, with the, the lack of fear to throw caution to the wind, has has broken out a sweater that we love here on the show that he once vowed never to wear. We'll talk about that in the program a little bit. Last night, Diesel, good morning, buddy. I'm in a really, I'm in a pretty good mood for a Tuesday, dude. You look like you're in a Tuesday mood. Good morning, Bill. Uh, yes, I would say I have Tuesday energy today. You do. But we did kind of call the commanders yesterday. We, we told the people, bet on Washington to cover, that it felt like the kind of game 
Philly could lose. Now, I bet on the Commanders to cover. I didn't have the guts to go on the money line. And I'm not going to overreact too aggressively in the moment. The Eagles are a really good football team. They might be a great football team. They're certainly contenders in the NFC. That's a jumbled picture over there. But they were never the dominant squad that their record indicated that they were. It was always inevitable, and we talked about this yesterday, that there would be a blemish. There would be a one at some point after whatever the number of wins. Didn't expect it to be last night, but a perfect game plan by Ron Rivera. And give the commanders credit. Quietly, under the radar with all the distractions involving their owner and what we think and still hope is his forced, somewhat pressured sale of the team and a brighter future, it's been a pretty impressive present. They've won four or five games. The one game they lost was to the Vikings, who look right now like one of the better teams in the NFL. That was a close football game. And last night, a perfect equation in a shocking upset over that Eagles team, 32-31. Now, Eagles fans, I got it. I understand your complaints. One, the officiating. There were some calls that were head scratchers. There's no doubt. Two, the whole world's going to say you suck now. Who are you crapping? I'm, that's not That's not Jim Hersey. That's not where we are. I think you're a really good football team. I think this is more the story last night is about the inevitability of teams losing. There's a reason that the 1972 Miami Dolphins are the only team in the history of the National Football Ball League uh, – to be undefeated the entire way through, regular season, postseason. It's hard to do, man. It's hard to win every single game. And the way the Commanders won that game was some old-school football. I mean, you talk about 1972 and that undefeated Miami Dolphins team. This was some 1972-style football. The Commanders rushed the ball almost 50 times, 49 rushing attempts, for 152 yards split between their backs. But the real stat that is significant is that they controlled the ball, they had the ball, for a little bit more, about 24 seconds more than 40 minutes. 40 minutes of that game, the commanders had the football. And that defense was really good because that defense wasn't on the field very much, held the Eagles to a season-low 264 yards, and we had yesterday on the program our guy Joe Theismann who told us turnovers were going to be keen if the commanders were going to win. They had to turn the Eagles over a couple times, turn them over four times. And I'm not taking anything away from Taylor Heineke. I'm not taking anything away from what he did yesterday, but this was about a coach with a plan and executing that plan, running the football, and you got to do that effectively, controlling the clock, keeping Jalen Hurts off the field, and when he was on the field, that defense, which wasn't tired, which wasn't worn down, which wasn't chasing its own tail because of Hurts, going at him, going after a really good Eagles offense, and turning the ball over and putting them in a box and keeping them there. I mean, Washington did everything right. And by the way, they won by a single point. It's not like they blew them away. They turned them over four times. They had the ball for 40 minutes. They uh, were 12-21 of 21 on third downs. They converted their only... Uh, fourth and whatever it was, fourth down play. And they won by a single point. Why? Because the Eagles are a really good football team. And the Commanders had a, a five, had a, it would be 32-21 by, by 11. Good at math. Good at everything on a Tuesday morning. Hell of a performance. Hell of a performance. 
And if I had to pick one person you credit, I think it's the head coach. And I think it's a guy in Ron Rivera. Because of the the shadow of that ownership situation. Because they got off to a really bad start this year. Because it's the Washington football team becomes commanders. Hasn't gotten the credit he deserves for going into the muck of that culture and turning this team around. And, And emotional game for him. Now you won't hear the emotion. His mom passed away recently. Was emotional with his team. But he's the guy that looked at this Eagles team and said we're going to go old school, we're going to be about defense, we're going to be about running the ball, we're going to be about trying to keep Jalen Hurts away from the football, and afterwards, he doesn't really sound effusive, he sounds like Ron Rivera, but the head coach of the commanders is the reason this team is winning these football games. It really was, you know, the, the, the guys sticking to the plan, coaches stuck to their plan, you know, we found one of the best ways to slow Jalen Hurts down to keep him off the field. And we were fortunate that we were able to do that today. Now, I'm not going to overreact too much because it's one game. But the last five games is a pattern. And the ability for Ron Rivera's football team to have won four of the last five games, to have played the Vikings really, really close. Remember, Kirk Cousins on the plane with his shirt off and the tie around his neck doing the really awkward Kirk Cousins dance that I've now seen twice in my life on that video like you have and randomly at an Imagine Dragons concert in the Super Bowl several years ago in Minnesota, that celebration was about coming back and beating the Commanders. It's a good football team the last month or so. Not a great team, not predicting a playoff run, not saying they're going to make the playoffs, they're not going to be the Super Bowl champions this year, but the hardest thing to do in sports, and it's rare, is to go into a culture that's a disaster, to work for an owner who's a disaster, to be at a place where all they know is dysfunction and losing and rot, and to find a way to create something that works. The standard shift in that situation. It's hard to do. Ron Rivera is not going to be coach of the year. He's not. He's not going to get votes for that award. But what he's doing right now, and last night's win isn't the reason, it's just the biggest exclamation point. Going on the road and taking down an undefeated, and again, really, really good Eagles team. That's a that's a good Philadelphia team. This isn't some, we knew the Eagles sucked all along. That's a good Eagles team. To execute that game plan, to have won four of the last five, to have suddenly put yourself in that division with a record of respectability with the hopefully impending sale at some point of that team by Dan Snyder, Ron Rivera is creating something that maybe, just maybe, can work in D.C. You still need, I think, a different quarterback. And again, no disrespect to Taylor Heineke. Done a hell of a job. Been a, a solid player. Been a, been a winner, right? He's been, that's what it's about. But that commander's team, the way that every single guy on that team played, the way they played like a football team, the way they played like a team that was an 11-point favorite, what they won by, instead of an 11-point dog, which is where they were when that game started, their biggest upset, by the way, since 1995, that's about coaching, that's about culture. It's been a long time since we've said that about the football team in Washington, D.C. Hell of a hell of a win. Really impressive. Keep an eye out on what this team can be in the next year or two. 
It, it takes a while to turn something around. The New York Knicks have been a disaster for a long time because their ownership situation is awful. The New York Mets, for all their big city firepower, were a disaster, and they got a new owner, and it changed things. It changed things. One year. Changed things. I know the Clippers haven't won anything. Steve Ballmer was transformative in that situation. If Dan Snyder goes and the right owner comes in, Ron Rivera is in a position to make this football team really effective. Uh, Diesel, I, I um, I know you and I don't see eye to eye on, on things. Like we're like like best friends who disagree on everything. Clothes, fashion, what TV shows to watch. But I have been trying to get you to put some money down. I was hoping last night, as that game unfolded, that you might have you might have heard my my um. Me begging you to bet on the Commanders to cover. I actually watched it with a buddy of mine. And he's not really a sports fan. He's like, oh, he's not even a sports fan. He's like, oh, wow. Eagles are losing. And I go, yeah, man. I got money on the Commanders. Let's go. And I thought about you. Is there a chance? I'm hoping on this Tuesday, maybe, as I smack my microphone because I'm so excited. Is there a chance you put some money down yesterday? I don't want to disappoint you yet don't again. Me. I don't. feel like I do this every time you ask me these kinds of questions. Okay. I did check. not. I did not. Okay. Although although I believed into your narrative that the commanders could cover, I did not put my own money on it, though. All right. This, look, you don't usually win these bets. But there's the reason I'm gonna, I've got the I did it glow. The great thing about sports betting, there's a lot of things, but it's like Twitter. Everybody thinks they're smarter than they are, and they're not. But in sports betting in which that is proven, at least for me time and again, you have these moments where at least for like, yeah, I'm smarter than Vegas. Ah, plus 11, what a bunch of idiots. <laughs> it feels great, Tom. It feels better than the money sometimes. One of these days I'm going to experience that feeling, although in the early stages I don't know how great I'm going to be at sports. Why don't you send me 100 bucks and I'll just I'll start making some, I'll tell you what you're on. Uh, I feel a little skeptical about that. Okay. Just a little bit. Love the sweater. Looks great. Uh, I can see right through that sarcasm. No, it looks good. It's the Dr. Seuss sweater, uh, listener. It's it's um it, it's gray and black stripes. It looks it's a cat in the hat, but it looks it looks good. I like it. Did you guys get some snow? Snow in the Midwest, by the way. Minnesota, Iowa, actual snow on the ground. No snow, a little bit of frost this morning on the uh okay. on the car windshield. We've got something similar here. We it, it got into the into the fifties. I actually kind of miss the snow, man. I uh, I don't think that's similar at all. Actually, <laughs> I'm a bit, it's not similar. <laughs> I'm a Midwestern kid, man. I, I miss. I don't like snow in February, but give me all the snow all the time until like February, th- even mid February. First week of February, I'm I'm down. February eighth, that's when I want sunshine. But 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 November, December, January, you want it to be snowing? Let's go. I'm in. I can do that. Uh, I would prefer it never snowed. I'm not a snow guy. You're in the wrong place, pal. You're in the wrong place. Good talk, Tom. All right, 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Jim Ursay asked a really important question. You don't like it that I'm saying this in the air, do you? It's what he said. It's news, Tom. We're good. We are all good. Do you want to say it? Uh, no, no, I'm not going to say it. You could say it for us. Jim Ursay asked the world, who are you crapping? 
And the answer is still him. And we'll explain next year on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Yesterday was a day here at CBS Sports Radio of darkness, of sadness, of gloom. Uh, there was a... Um, there was a lull in the step of every person in New York City. There was a frown on every face. Some might say everyone was a D-cell yesterday. Not me, Tom. Your wife's the one that calls you Eeyore. Not me. I'm just leaning into your family dynamic. It was as if the sun had been taken away and it has returned because Andrew Ryan Bogish is back, baby. And we love our some great, great concern, it was said. He was like, hey, man, I love being here filling in, and I miss Bogish. I'm not even here when Bogish is here. Do you see what you're missing, D-Cell? Do you see how respected and loved and enjoyed I am by the rest of the crew, and you just continue to choose and not see the light? It was one day. I didn't even have time to miss you. You're back already. I missed him. Who you crapping, Tom? What does who you crapping mean? <laughs> What is going? So that's a that's a radio that's a defunct radio segment in Chicago. Is that is that what we're to, what we're to understand? That's what I read this morning. So that's what I'm going with. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't understand, and we took a few shots of this yesterday. I don't understand the victory lap that people are taking after one win for Jeff Saturday and the Colts over a coach who can't hold 17-point leads. I don't get it. And Jim Irsay on Twitter has taken the weirdest one. Here it is. Uh, this is yesterday. I'm going to play a clip from the other day, which is also weird. Here's, here's the owner of the Colts. All you critics criticize all of us in the NFL for losing. Okay. When we make moves to win, you act so righteous. Who you crapping? 
just win, baby. So we're mixing a Chicago radio segment, whatever radio host that is, what a day for that person. We're mixing Al Davis. I mean, I just, it's not the smartest tweet on the face of the year. Yeah, 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 we're, we're going to criticize you for for losing. That's kind of, it's kind of, kind of how it works. Um, Mr. Bogish, because we missed you and the sunshine has returned, would you like to hear Jim Mercer at his plane in Vegas trying to talk smack but just saying some words over and over again? Lay it on me. Let's go. Here in Las Vegas, after a big victory, Matt Ryan and I gave the game ball with Chris Ballard and Jeff Saturday, the first one, always the toughest. He got a victory. We're so proud. Hey, in the land of gambling, gamble, gamble, gambles, here we are. But to me, it was never a gamble. I know Jeff has the right stuff. And he's a very special guy, special leader. And Colts Nation, we couldn't be more excited. And uh, got a tough one at home. So time to fire up for those Eagles. And God bless. It was a great Sunday for the horse. Gamble, gamble, gamble. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just slow down? I mean, look, I, I'd love Jeff Saturday to make it work. And there's an opportunity, there's a chance that he's going to be a successful coach. And one of his former teammates, I can't remember who it was, Edgar and James, somebody, well, their sort of defense on social media was four or five presidents have been elected president without having held public office before, going all the way back 150 years ago. I got all that. I, I'm not sure I'm as optimistic as Dan Orlovsky, who's our friend and a friend of the show and a very talented guy, analyst on ESPN, or Jim Irsay, or the, all the other believers. But, guys, it just feels – they beat the Raiders by five points. It just – it doesn't feel like – like a this, they didn't beat the Kansas City Chiefs by two touchdowns. This I, I'm worried that Jim Irsay, gamble, 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 is getting a little ahead of himself. Well, and you know, you know that if they lose their next two – he's not going to have the same mini press conference and go, okay, my bad. You're right. When they play a real team and they get punched in the mouth and there's nothing, there's no accountability in the other direction. Now it's all, give me my chips. Where are my winnings? I'm getting out of here. But he's going to quietly push those chips back across the table and walk away without any kind of apology if this goes south. They have the, Steel- they have the, Steelers. They have the Eagles next who just lost to the Commanders, they're going to get punched. I love that expression because it's so clear. They're going to get punched in the face 11 times. If they win that game, though, then I then I rescind my critique of all things Jeff Saturday. Although I do yeah, think Bill, Bill Cowher's rant over the weekend, the thing I agree with the most is the, the results don't matter here. Process over results. And you guys made fun of me for this when we were talking about Trey right Lance yeah. Trey Lance, and Tom Brady. Because that it's, was a terrible example. Nope. It's about the process more so than the results. Bill Cowher said it. He won one game. It doesn't make it the correct hire. It doesn't make the process right just because you won one game. I understand the frustration is legitimate if you're any coach and you've worked your way up. I certainly understand it if you're a minority coach and you're tired of the Rooney rule being lip service, right? I, I got it. That said, sometimes people just get opportunities they don't deserve. Most of them fail. Some of them succeed. I mean, he if he succeeds, he succeeds, Tom. Like, if, he, if he's a great coach, I don't think he will be. But if he's a great coach... In this individual case, the process actually worked because they got the right coach. 
It, that doesn't make the process right if he succeeds. He succeeds, then, then great. It doesn't mean the process, even if he never loses a game as an NFL head coach, it doesn't make the process right. It'll never Gam- make the process right. I will counter with gamble, gamble, gamble. <laughs> um, I'm almost, I, I can't root f- for Saturday because of Jim Irsay, but it is also an interesting spot for him because not only is this his one chance, not only will he never be hired to coach, it does, it does seem like the way he got the job excludes him from opportunities in the future. He's going to be a little radioactive. Everybody wants this dude to fail. Everybody wants this guy to fail. Don't you feel a little sympathy for the dude? No. I mean, he. I, I feel sympathy in that he's taking he's taking the shot that should be at Ursay. Like, you can't critique Ursay yeah. without critiquing Jeff Saturday. And the only thing that Jeff Saturday could have done was say, Mr. Ursay, you're crazy. I'm not doing this. I'm not qualified. But that's, would any of us have turned the job down if we were him? So this is 98% of criticism of Jim Ursay. But you have to include specifics about Jeff Saturday while you're taking the valid shots at the owner. Tom, let me ask you this. And I love doing this show. I think we do a great job. But we are not, let me think of an example. We are not Carton and Roberts, which is a very successful radio show on our sister station, WFAN there in New York City. But if the powers that be went out drinking or something, you know, ate some bad sushi and something went wrong, and they came to you and they said, we're going to make you, Tom DeCelestino, the host of Afternoon Drive Time to WFAN. We're going to pay you a guaranteed contract of a million dollars a year. I don't know what those guys make, but let's just say for the sake of Are you telling me you would say to, to Spike Eskin and Chris Olivero, you would say, and Jeff Sotolano, you'd say, no, I'm good. Like, I'm not qualified for that. No, I would absolutely sign on the dotted line, and I don't blame Jeff Saturday. I blame Jim Ursay for this. Absolutely. It's all on Ursay. Um, D. Selm, can I do something that I think Tom's going to find as a criticism, but I actually mean it as an act of love? Can, are, you, are you up for can, can you, are you Are you up for this or no? Uh, I'm always up for it, although even before I hear it, I know it's going to be a criticism. Bogus, are you up for this? Are you? Are you? I wrote a poem. Yeah, stop. Just go. I'm ready. Please okay. do it. So Diesel is wearing a sweater that reminds me of Dr. Seuss and the cat in the hat. And you said you weren't going to wear it again, remember? And I'm glad you are. You're not going to talk? I wrote, you don't really like the Packers and you don't really like people on the streets, right? Because you don't like to give directions. So here's what I wrote for you. Do you like Green Bay and fans? I do not like them. Decel, I am. I do not like Green Bay and fans. Would you like them here or there? <laughs> Decel said, "No, not anywhere." The end. <laughs> the it's only true, solution buddy. is for me to burn this shirt because if I put it in the laundry, <laughs> it goes back in my closet, and then I'll, I'll wear it again. So I can never wear this again. So I have to burn it. Wait, wait, wait. So, we gotta let that breathe. You have, you've tried your hand. At literature, poetry, and a number of songwriting, number of different outlets yeah. on this show. I think that's number one. <laughs> we did it. I think I think you just went next level. Uh, Green Bay and fans. Yeah. I mean, that's genius. Just, that's a producer bringing out the best in me. Yeah, you have a great muse in our friend D Cell. He's a muse, and he amuses me. I wonder if amusement comes from muse. I never thought of that before. D-Cell? 
Uh, I'm going to go with yes. Yes, it does. It's a total Are guess. You, yeah. I don't, by the way, I don't know what I'm wearing when I get dressed in the morning because it's four in the morning. It's dark, so I just grab something from my, Are you in the same boat? Uh, no, actually. I, uh, I have my clothes laid out the night before, and I know really? you guys are going to enjoy that. No, I do the same thing. I used to do that. Now, who lays out your clothes the night before? Uh, that would be me. I do that all by oh, myself. Okay, good. All right. Okay. Yeah. I, I, dude, I like, can we tweet it out? Can we tweet out like a screen grab of this moment just so people can see the sweater? Because it looks, it does kind of look like, the, like if you wore a big red hat, you would kind of look like the cat in the hat. And it's dark, so it, so it has like a sullenness to it, which fits your <laughs> your, your overall it does. mystique. My overall vibe? Yeah. You're the evil cat in the hat. <laughs> it does ever so slightly. Um, Good news for the Raiders fans. Uh, Mark Davis, the, the owner, has, has let us know that, that um, Rome hasn't, wasn't built in a day. So everything's fine with the head coach. That is the dumbest expression. Rome wasn't built in a day. No, but as the construction of Rome happened, if the buildings were crumbling, if the water didn't work, if there was famine everywhere, if there were barbarians at the gate, if you couldn't hold a 17-point lead again and again and again, and then you lost to an analyst who'd never coached, maybe to build Rome you would change. Maybe you get a different architect or change some things. Are they going to stick with this guy for two or three years? Is I that what? I think they are. I really think they are. I don't think he can coach. I think we've established that he's not a very good coach. I think it's going to be loyalty to a fault. Bogus, you um you missed the um the crying segment yesterday. Did you have a problem with Derek Carr crying after a regular season loss to go to two and seven? No, I didn't have a problem, but I do. I I need him to tell. I need the specifics now. Is this the second or the third time where he's made these references to like not everybody cares, not everybody's do like. It's time to name names. Time to put yeah, it out you, there. It's time to name names. Let's go. Let's get this over with. It was a weird defense of the coach, too, right? It was like, I love Josh. He's great. I'm going to weep now. Maybe it speaks to a, a cultural problem that, that's from the Gruden regime, too. I mean, maybe – I did think about this. Maybe we're be. I don't think Josh McDaniels is going to be successful, but they. the previous regime was terrible in terms of draft picks. We've talked about – the the absolute lack of first round picks and really just early picks, first, second, third round picks that are on that roster that have been contributors. That what they inherited was was brutal. Maybe there's a cult. Maybe there's a, there's a culture problem too, which obviously you cannot fix in day on day one. Anyone here want to give this regime a little benefit of the doubt? Since Rome, I just found out from the owner of the Raiders was not built in a single day. <laughs> Uh, I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt. I think this is only going to get worse from here. I think can it get worse than losing to the Colts? I, yeah, what? yeah. I mean, what like are they going to abstain from playing a game? What else could be worse than? I mean, they, like, had he been fired Sunday night or Monday morning, even in year one, to me, it would have been warranted. Here's here, I'll throw this out there because they're headed towards uh, a top pick this season. If I'm not mistaken, they do have that pick. Is Derek Carr going to be the quarterback? Of this team next season moving forward? I it, So the thing is, if they really have a problem in terms of the culture and the roster, right? It, it And they do with the roster. If it's, I think, if it's more than just the coach can't coach. If there are, if there are real problems ingrained that carried over from the Gruden era, that sounds like you have to blow it up to me. I know they just went and got Devontae Adams. But to your thing, yes, I would... Tr- I mean, how much value could you get for Derek Carr? 
had you decided to trade him? What would the Titans have given up for Derek Carr? They wouldn't what would have, any other team. They would not have traded for Derek Carr in season. The Titans. Why? I think Derek Carr and the Titans, and it's like they're a contender. I don't. I don't think that. I don't. Right or wrong, I don't think that they are ready to not have Ryan Tannehill be their quarterback, and then Malik they, Willis behind him, see, thinking he might issue, be something. Malik Willis, but he can't throw. He literally can't throw the football. Right yeah, now. Malik Willis is a quarterback who doesn't throw the ball. It, it's ugly. But we're talking about. But that. But Malik Willis is not supposed to be playing right now. He's playing because Ryan Tannehill is hurt. So like they have their present and their future quarterback. I don't think that Derek Carr changes that for them. I think Derek Carr is a top 12 quarterback or top 11. I mean, I think he's in that range where if you put him on most mediocre teams, he improves those teams. I'd rather have Derek Carr than Kirk Cousins, which our friend Joe Theismann certainly disagrees with. I would rather have him than Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott's a better quarterback talent-wise, but not. I, I I trust Derek Carr. Guy's never had a defense, and he's found a way to win games. Yeah, I don't. He's not their first problem, but is he going to still be useful when this thing gets turned around in 2024? Do they have anything within their organization and/or roster? And I'm not joking around with this. Do they have anything that's not a problem right now? Is there anything you could point to to say we're going to build around this? This is the identity of our franchise. What is the identity of the Raiders right now? Mark Davis. They're in a rebuild, man, and they don't know. I think that's what the 2-7 and seven has told us. And I think, I need to look this up, I think Derek Carr is under contract for like three more years. Uh, he, right? I, I have it in front of me. He signed through 2025, but after this year, things are di- after this season, they could cut him. Got it. And I think that's how it's leaning. Cut him, let him move on, let him go somewhere else. Right. They'd only carry a 5.6 million dead money if they got rid of him. So that, I think that's on the table. Not that Josh McDaniels has earned the right to dictate terms, but I wonder to what degree he didn't show up for that either, right? I mean, going in for a rebuild, even what is a rebuild in the NFL going to take? If two years? If you really burn it down? It worked for the Dolphins. If you get the right quarterback. It all depends yeah. upon if they draft the right guy. And on the Dolphins, right quarterback and right coach. I've got more Green Bay and fans, but I'm not going to. I'm going to let it just by by Doctor D. Celsius. I actually like this sweater. I like it too. And you guys have made me hate it. You should look. I have no style. I um, clearly neither do I. All my clothes have holes in them. My buddy showed up yesterday. We, We went to dinner to watch the game. And his first comment to me was, nice outfit, man. So I'm not in a position to judge you. I am I like the sweater. But it does it does have a little Dr. Susie vibe going on, which I think is cool, man. Is the is Dr. Seuss a top five poet of the last 100 years? Uh, top five? For me, yeah, he's number one. Would you make him a poet or a children's author, Bogus, if you had to, if you had to categorize him? Um, he's a children's author. Okay. That wrote in rhyme. Very effectively. Yes. Diesel doesn't like Green Bay and fans. Uh, let's do NFL power rankings on this poetry-infused Tuesday show of Rider Than You after we get a CBS Sports Radio update 
from Andrew Bogus. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. By the way, Lori, my wife, is weighed in. I guess she's Team D-Cell. I, I just did a poem, which can you cut that? We should play that again. Right? Yeah, I really just can't wait to hear it again and have you make fun of me yet again. I'm not making fun of you, but Tom is wearing a Dr. Seuss-inspired shirt. Kind of like Cat in the Hat. I read a, a Dr. Seuss-esque poem about Tom not liking Green Bay or fans, both of which I disagree with him on. Parents lived in Green Bay. It's a cool city. Um, and Tom, Tom, Tom's feelings were hurt. And then Lori hurt my feelings with truth. By telling me, Tom, she asked me, she goes, she reached out the, during the break, she goes, is, is it, you know, she like, you know, Dr. Seuss, Ken Head, it's, 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 it's horizontal stripes. And I go, I walked into it, I'm like, yeah, he's wearing a horizontal, she goes, yeah, only a certain body type can wear horizontal stripes. And she, she goes, and you don't have that body type. Hashtag, she's saying I'm fat, man. Burn. Burn. Ouch. Ouch. Burn. All right, whatever. So I'm not as as athletically shaped as D-Cell. Athletically shaped? I've never heard anybody put it that way before. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff, Tom. I'm glad we. I'm glad we. By the way, uh, DC had a dream about me. Uh, it was weird. About a week ago, and we're gonna have um, Bogus interpret it in 40 minutes. You excited for that? Uh, nope, not at all. And we're also gonna replay the uh, the what, 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 what the D on the hat. Uh, yeah. Also, not excited for that either. Kind of like cat in the hat. Do you like Green Bay and fans? That's that's the name of the poem. Let's do NFL Power Rankings. Some will rise. Others will fall. Let the ranking begin on Writer Than You's NFL Power Rankings. Number five. I love the imaging. Blue 52. Um, I got the Eagles here, man. Eagles drop to number five, Tommy. This how's this strike you? This strike you is harsh or overly generous? Uh, no, I'm gonna go with fitting and accurate. Fitting, like that sweater on you, but not on me, as my wife pointed out. Why are you, man? I'm I'm the one that's getting body shamed by my own bride. Because we can't get away from my sweater, which I thought was a nice sweater, but apparently it it's is. not. It's a great sweater that apparently I can't fit in. Thanks, Lori. Look, I think the Eagles are an excellent football team, and the record they have speaks volumes about you can only play the teams in front of you. 
And even losing to the Commanders is not the end of the world. We discussed at the start of the show that Washington's in really good form. They've now won four or five. They pushed the Vikings in a game that they lost over that stretch. It's the one game they lost. This is not a shot of the Eagles. I just think that the record didn't reflect the way in which Philadelphia did not have that much separation between themselves and the other teams in the NFC. Jalen Hurts is good, but he can be stopped. We saw them turn the ball over. That's a good Eagles defense. It's a really good Eagles defense, but they weren't able to handle an approach where the run game became everything. Not selling all the stock on the Eagles, but they're not a team that belongs at the top of this this ranking. Number four. I got the Dolphins here, and I almost went higher. And you pointed out yesterday, Tommy, something that, that we have said on the show here here time and again, but it's become more and more true. It continues. When Tua Tungavailoa, the embattled quarterback last year under Brian Flores, has played every minute of a game. And obviously there was a stretch where he was injured and he got knocked out of a game and he there are there are you subtract those games. This Dolphins team is not only undefeated, that offense is high powered and absolutely phenomenal. We knew it was a pretty good defense because under Flores they were pretty good defensively and that's kind of how that team that won some games. Remember Brian Flores got fired after going, what, 9-7 and seven, if I got that right? Does that sound right, Tom? Pretty unprecedented. And I think whether what happened to him was unfair or not unfair will probably be determined because of the lawsuit. But give them credit for the coach they brought in. Give them credit for what they've done. Give them credit for the offseason moves they've made. Tyree Kill's the biggest and flashy. It's not the only one. But mostly give them credit for what they've constructed, the coach that they brought in. The, the vibe they have is all given to a chance that he has seized to turn his career around. This is a great football team. Number three. Buffalo Bills fall to three, Tommy. Oh, you don't like this one? Too low for you? No, no, no. No, no. Number three. You can weigh in. I like it. I like the. Here's my thinking. I was a little worried even before the game about Buffalo's three things, and they're all connected. Their inability to run the football outside of Josh Allen. Their reliance on Josh Allen to have to move the chains if they're going to run the football, just in terms of durability and injury, and his turnovers, which increased markedly in that game. He now leads the NFL in interceptions with 10. But there was already still a little bit of a worry about about turnovers. And, and their, their red zone play, which we saw in, in stark fashion against the Vikings, which, again, all those things are connected. It's not the end of the world. It's not, but it reminds me of some of the weaknesses the Chiefs have had over the years. But they don't have Patrick Mahomes. And I think Josh Allen is great. He's not Pat, He's not Patrick Mahomes. And so I think they're a contender. I think they're excellent. I think they're awesome. But we've seen some weaknesses here that can be exploited. And I don't know, Tom, what the solution is. There's not a running back on that team that you can turn to and say, you know, just give the guy the rock some more. It's a, it, it's a shortcoming. There's too much reliance on Josh Allen. And if Josh Allen is going to have turnover issues and turnover issues in the red zone, then they have a serious, serious problem. And I and, and, he, and, and, and Joe Theismann said this yesterday. You do worry, too. Joe Theismann said that his arm looked great and he was throwing the ball with, with mustard. I mean, he, the guy looked fine. But if you run the ball enough, if you throw the ball 50 times... If you're the offense 88% of the time, you do run the risk of that position of getting injured. You just do, despite the way that the, the league protects you. Number two. Feels wrong. Feels wrong. We hear the Vikings sitting in. What are you What are you over there all 
all braggadocious. I wish, listener, you could see Dom because, like, I, dude, your expressions are amazing. Uh, I didn't even write Vikings on my piece of paper. I just wrote kissing cousins. You wrote, I have to retire that. I mean, here's the thing. It's not going to be retired because he's going to, you know, remember who you're crapping from Ursay? Yeah. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's got some, he's gonna, he's got some struggles when the moments get even bigger. But right now they've got a single, a single loss. Not only do they beat Buffalo, they beat him in Buffalo. That's a hell of a win. It's a hell of a victory. I'm not, and we've seen this in college football too, especially with TCU. I'm not of the persuasion that if you keep having to come back, it says something bad about you. The ability to come back in games is significant. We've seen that from the Vikings. They're really well constructed. I think Kirk Cousins is going to turn back into a pumpkin when, when the when the uh, playoff clock strike, strikes midnight. But if I'm wrong, if he can be the guy, and I, I thought we saw him a little bit uh, two days ago, a little shaky in the knees at the end of the overtime and regulation, whatever. If he proves me wrong, they're going to be outstanding. If not, they're going to be highly ranked power ranking team that absolutely fizzle like Kirk Kissing Cousins seems tend to do. Number one. Your Chicago Bears. Not really. That's my team. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, I've been saying this all along. Haven't had the guts to put them one every week of the year. Have they been lower than two, though, for me, Diesel? I feel like there may have been a week that they were three. That's my weakness. That's my cowardice. They're the best team in the NFL. All they do is win. I know they play with their food. They're sitting there at, what, seven and two. Mahomes is the best player in the National Football League. The defense is much, much better than in years past, including the year where they won, won the whole thing. The Chiefs are legit. Honorable mention. Give me the Giants, Ravens, and Titans as we close this baby out. All three of them get honorable mention. Here's how I believe them in order, by the way. Titans one, Giants two, Ravens three. I don't believe in Baltimore. And the one listener who thinks I hate the Giants, I kind of like your football team. I say enough crazy stuff. I don't need to be, you know, in trouble for stuff I don't say. Let's talk NBA with Sam Quinn, my colleague from CBS Sports, next here on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.